Welcome to Happy Home with Dan and Latane. We are a real estate couple that focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. All right, this is episode 11, and we're going to talk about tenant relationships. Yes, ma'am. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. All of it. Let's talk about um, all of it. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with, I've been saying this a lot from negotiations to just everything to do with real estate. To me, it's a win-win situation. I want our tenants to win, and I want us to win. And I want people to understand throughout the years, we've had some ugly situations with tenants. We have. We've had some great situations Mm -hmm. with tenants. Coming from our perspective, conversations that you and I have had, we wouldn't be where we're at today without our tenants. Absolutely. You know, they are the ones that ultimately they pay the rent. They pay their rent. You know, it allows us to move forward and to do things. Um, with that being said, tenants can be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be very demanding. They can be very condescending. Um, so I think there is just with everything else in real estate, there is a fine line of a healthy relationship with your tenants. You know, when we first started, I was the face. You know, when we had five or 10 rental properties, I was the face. I was talking to the tenants. I had that personal relationship with them. They had my personal cell phone Mm -hmm. that they could call me at any time. You know, over the last, especially the last year, you know, we've been trying to honestly figure out how to move away from How that. do we move away from that yeah. with, you know, 120, 130 rental properties? Mm-hmm. How do we get to the point to where everybody's not calling me or texting me? And, but yet, you know, the other day I was riding with, with somebody and we were over the property. One of the tenants walked up that we just recently rent to. He didn't, his his rent reversed. So we use a software program and his payment reversed. And I was messing with him and I said, hey man, how many times does it take you to pay your rent? (laughs) You know, and he walked up, gave me a knuckle bump. We talked. So that personal relationship where he's not just sending his rent to, but he sees somebody. He sees somebody that cares. When something's broke in his house, I'm there to fix it. Mm -hmm. But yet, how do you keep that separation of being wore out all the time. So, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a disclaimer that through all these years, we are probably way more personable with our tenants and interactive. than most people. We really are. Part of it, in the beginning, we didn't know any other way. And that's kind of the way it's been. When you were the one that was doing all the physical labor, you're the one that they saw. They knew you were the owner. When we had our um, 20-unit and 12-unit weekly rentals, and they came and paid at the office every weekend, I was the one that was there. I was the one that they came in and told all the problems to, that they came in and just chatted with. Um, so we had, we've we been a very um, in-their-face landlord, um, which has been good in some aspects and in some aspects yeah, it's not. Because some aspects as far as evictions, as far it, as collecting it rent, makes it, it was difficult. very personable. It was like, hey guys, you see all the work that we're doing here. You know, we can't continue to do this work if rent's not paid. Or when we got to that point of an eviction that they weren't doing what they were supposed to do or they weren't paying, it was, hey, you know what? 
you came to us, asked if we could, you know, wait a week or wait two weeks. And here we are and you've not paid. You know, we've got to have our rent. And I, I will say to that, with us being more personable, a lot of times if it's gone south, it's made it a little easier because most of the time, if we have been kind and treated them with respect that they deserve, though, you know what, Dan, I know, and we just kind of work through it. Now, that's not always the case, but it really has been the majority of the time how that's ended up that way. Um, you know, we just, we've taken, because real estate has been our life, our livelihood, it's been what we have invested outside of our children. It's been what we have invested all of our time into. And it was so personal to us. We've made it personal in every aspect. And I guess we have always, even in flipping, we have always, when we have flipped a house, we go above and beyond what a lot of other flippers in town have done over the last several years. And, you know, one other investor we know, he's like, why would you put tile and this and that? Because part of it, most of the time, what we're selling to is first-time home buyers. This is their home. I want them to build, feel good about it. I want them to feel proud about it. I don't want them to sell something and, that I wouldn't be okay with. And I with. don't want to cut corners on a flip because most of the time it is a first-time home it buyer. Is. And sure, you know, we could maximize profit and make $5,000 more by not, say, replacing a roof, okay? But to me, replacing a roof allows them to have at least 10 or 12 years that there's no issues. Exactly. We can absorb not making $5,000 over them, them absorbing yeah. having a roof replaced. And so, so we carried that over to our tenants. It's like, okay, if we are going to charge rent and we are going to ask them to pay on time and when we want them to, then we've got to give them a product worthy of what we're asking for. And I don't want them moving into a trash hole. I don't want them moving into something dirty. I don't want them moving into something that needs repair in every room of the apartment or the house. So we make it nice. This is their home. It's not an apartment. It's not just a rental piece of property. It is a tenant's home. And they deserve the respect of it right. being their home. And, and I think that's the thing is when we first started, you know, we lived in very modest little houses Absolutely. that we were flipping. I mean, we we moved 13 times in nine years into our flips. So we feel like it needs to be clean, neat, to where people are not, I mean, like having bugs and and, and stuff like that. Drives me crazy yeah. in our rental properties. Now, due to the fact that we have a lot of value-add properties, we do deal with tenant issues. We do. Um, we you know, do. because the number one thing is, is back to the respect thing, caring for people. And I'm going to use our 20 unit that we're remodeling right now. You know, we bought it. It needs a lot of TLC, uh, very under-rented, very under-maintained. So we're going in and we're remodeling them. Well, I have two ladies that constantly, every time I'm over there, are you going to kick us out? Are you going to kick us out? And it's like, no, you pay your rent. You do what you're asked to. You've cleaned up outside. No, we're not going to kick you out. Yeah. I cannot be that heartless to just kick somebody out. We have enough to deal with of people that are not paying their rent that are gross and disgusting that we deal with 
issues with. And, you know, being a landlord is not the easiest thing in the world, you know, because you have the legal side of it, you have the financial side of it, you know, you have just the personal side of it. You know, just the other day, I was attacked on Facebook because I made a decision. Really, what it came down to, I made a mistake. I (laughs) missed, uh, I gave the wrong key. They got mad, went all over Facebook, all this kind of stuff. Mistakes happen, you know. So you're going to run into situations that you're going to wish you never were a landlord and (laughs) think, how can I get out? But then I think of the people that at another apartment building that we moved, literally my guys moved them because they were the last two units to be done. We moved them into remodeled units remodeled their apartment, and then literally moved them back, putting their stuff in their cabinets and everything else. To me, that's the way I would want to be treated. They were kind enough to allow us to upheaval them, but then we were able to get our goal, the win-win mindset. Um, So tenant relationships, to me, it's just how would I want to be treated? You know, if I was renting something, I wouldn't want someone coming into my apartment all the time. I wouldn't want things going on that affect my life to benefit them. But if they come in and it benefits them, but it also benefits me, you know, tenants are a lot more apt to work with you. That's if you just have a conversation, just the a lot of times that just opens up a door to, okay, we can work together and we can do this. You know, when we're on the other side, when we were in storage, that we had set up from the beginning very different. We had a call center. We had um, a management in place because we had a girl in the office. So that we didn't have a lot of personal interaction. It was very much automated, a lot of it online or through the telephone. And, um, but I feel like, for us, where we were at, it was better. First of all, it's not their living quarters. It is storage. So it's a little easier to make a stark separation because it's storage. And yes, they've got valuables there and it is their stuff, but they're not living there. Day and, I mean, a lot of people put their stuff in storage and don't show up for three more months. Um, so, you know, we've also had that side of it to where we really didn't deal with it. Um, between the call center and our girl in the office and the online software, we didn't. I mean, it really was, hey, I've got a phone call from the call center. This is the issue. What would you like me to tell them? So to be honest, there were some things about that was really nice. I mean, right. we didn't get the, you know, the sob stories, which sometimes are true and sometimes are not. But, you know, we had more of a, here's the answer, deal with it, and it's done. But I'm going to also say this. I agree that it was nice in storage. But when we started, we started with one or two or three rental properties. It didn't make sense to have management. So we kind of got in this habit with the residential side. And then because we do such heavy value ads, you know, where we, we don't normally let pets in our remodeled units, where... It seems like every property we buy, everybody has two to 10 dogs, (laughs) Um, you know, cats and this and that. Where with storage, you know, we started, it was about three years ago. And it was like, it was almost 
a nice change was to go and have that and have that separation. But because we bought so many storage facilities at one time, we were able to implement and scale the ability to have those people in place. But when we started, we just started with one little house. We couldn't afford to give 10% of our our money away when we started. So once again, just like the previous podcast with cash flow versus equity, it's so dependent. It's dependent upon you. It it's dependent upon the situation. You have to figure out what makes sense for you. Because even, and you're right, we started out so small. It just, we just managed them because we had three tenants. It was no big deal. Mm-hmm. Now where we have so many, management, whether it was in-house or would make sense, we're used to having our hands in it. We're used to, you know, because you're at the properties we're working on every day. And we, for us, we can't make that separation of, oh, they don't need to know that we're the owners. Why? I mean, but, you know, and so when you show up, everyone comes to you with their laundry list. I mean, it's just kind of part of the game for us right now. And so it's hard to make that switch to, you know, we've got enough tenants and properties that we could switch this over. And we are working in that direction, you know, but it's a slow process because we've had our hands on it for so long. And it's essentially us retraining ourselves. It is because we have, we've been doing this for <coughs> so long. We know how we do it. We know how, I mean, and it's like we've talked about so many times when a tenant calls in with an issue, yes, a, a property <coughs> management company could definitely take care of it, but it's just easier for us to say, oh, yeah, we'll take care of that right now. No big deal. Rather than it going through five steps and taking two days longer. Yeah. And I think that's going back to a tenant, you know, in a win-win situation, putting myself in their position. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Um, I think it's, I remember one Christmas that I ended up going out and snaking a drain Mm -hmm. at the apartments. And, you know, how many owners would have left their Christmas and gone and snaked a drink. But my th- my thought process was, that's also their Christmas. Absolutely. And, you know, there are times that, you know, we've gotten irritated or frustrated with people calling and kind of abusing the situation. Yes, absolutely. But I have taken a very, I guess, I put myself in their position. And I want to see that their their home, their living environment is a good situation. Why? Well, if you look at it from a financial perspective, if you're happy, customer service, you go to Chick-fil-A, you know, you go in, you go out, you know, they they kill it with customer service. What do you do? You go back. Mm-hmm. These people are willing to pay their rent to me Rather than being frustrated, you know, the times that I have had to go to court and do evictions and you see the same landlords in there with the same issue. Look, there's holes in the floor. You know, there's mold in the bathroom. There's this, there's that. All the landlords are concerned about and what so many people have this mindset around landlords is all they're concerned about is getting their money. The thing is, our tenants and, you know, we've had multiple tenants that have we have sold a property. And they've moved. They've called us. Do you have something somewhere else? I, I want you to be my landlord. <laughs> yeah. So to me, that's a testament of what we do. I agree. You know, do we run into the tenants that don't like us? Absolutely. Yes. And most of the time, the reason why those tenants don't like us 
is because we require them to follow the rules. We are a little bit more strict on our rules. And so that's part of the whole thing too of me going by our properties and checking on them and, and seeing, you know, are there little blow up pools in the yards? No, we don't allow that. Why? Well, it becomes a lawn service issue, mm-hmm. you know, but part of it is I educate our tenants and explain this is the reason why. And we work through that where if you have a management company, they just send out a letter and say, hey, you're in violation of your lease and you're going to get evicted. Well, once again, going back to the beginning when we started, we could have a vacancy in our three or four or five little houses. I mean, like we joked when we go to the bank and they say, hey, you know, we got to put a 10% vacancy into our parameters. We're like, we never have 10. We never have We vacancies. never have that because from day one. <laughs> we wouldn't allow it. <laughs> I mean, these people move out. I'm in there that night cleaning, mm-hmm. painting, doing whatever. And it's rented two days later. I've already been talking to somebody else about renting the place. So, once again, it goes back to circumstances. Um, you know, if you build in, and maybe, I'll say this, maybe it was my lack of understanding, lack of knowledge of how to underwrite a deal. Maybe some of the first deals that we had weren't as good of deals. But once again, it allowed us to get into the game. Mm-hmm. We were able to, you know, start acquiring stuff, but it did require more of us. It required you know, our time, our attention. And so, but I I don't care, even if you have a property management company, I personally feel that from the ownership side down, you better understand that those tenants are your lifeline. I agree. They are the ones that are allowing you to do what you do. So if you have a management company, I would want to have the culture of, look, treat them with respect. Treat them, you know, yes, we can be firm. We can have certain things, but you have to understand this is their home. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the other thing is, and this is just learning people and learning circumstances and learning from our own experiences. You know, sometimes people get an attitude with you. They get frustrated with you. Part of it, what have they been dealing with in life? Mm -hmm. No different than us. You know, when there's conflict, normally it's because someone has an issue in their life and I have an issue in my life. And it collides. If we can step back from that and take our circumstances away and try to look more from a neutral perspective, it allows you to to look from the tenant's perspective and and be proactive and not be just negative and destructive in that relationship. I agree. You know, this 20 unit that we've been remodeling, like you said, I go by there every day, you know. Our city just put out new trash cans, and you can't have trash cans sitting out at the road now and or the old ones. So I've asked the people, hey, can you guys go ahead and put those in the back of the units? Rather than just leaving them out, they're bright blue. Yeah. It makes the property <laughs> look ugly. But I talk to them, and I say, hey, this is why I want to do this. I want to make this place look better mm-hmm. for you. I always come back to what's in it for them. Absolutely. What benefits them? You know, we want to have a safe environment for you. We want to have a clean environment for you. And so many people, tenants, they've gotten so used to bad landlords, landlords that don't care and let garbage and stuff happen that we do. We've talked about it. It's a retraining process. It is. It is. So tenant relationship, I think, is vital. I and think honestly, it is. honestly, a, a 
calm, civil conversation will go very, very far. Yes. With anything, tenants, business, anything, it doesn't matter. Just tre- treating people on a level playing field. So what were the landlord and you're the tenant? We still are both people. You That's go to it. work, we go to work. Let's just talk through this and work through whatever issue we're having or you're having. Let's just work through it. And that just And we're changes. not superior no. just because we're a landlord. You know what? Yes, we do have legal rights to the property as owners, but I always say when I sign a lease with somebody, this is your home. Yep. I do not want to come in. Most likely, you're going to call us before I come into your apartment. Absolutely. You know, so I think it is important to treat people that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important to remember what is the the backbone to our business as landlords. It is our tenants. Mm-hmm. So. I think this was kind of just a starting point on tenant relationships and property management. I think we're going to do a couple more podcasts on kind of maybe breaking down a little bit more of how we do it. Like you said, with storage, we do it totally different than we do it with residential. Mm -hmm. So I think we're good today with just kind of getting a brief overview. So the next time we meet, we'll, uh, we'll look at maybe breaking those down a little bit deeper. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you guys soon.